you're listening to Right Way Tech Radio, where we introduce you to our certified engineers and technology partners. Now buckle up and relax as we guide you down the right path towards technology. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Right Way Tech Radio. Today, we're talking about the inclusion of women in the IT industry with Erica Irby, director of the Worldwide Pro Partner Program at Veeam and co-chair of their Women in Green program. So can you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your background and your role at Veeam? Absolutely. Um, so on a side note, I, I live in Florida and I actually snuck away from the Microsoft um, Ignite event here in, here in Orlando um, for this podcast. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, so this, this worked out really well. Um, I'm married and I have two sons and I am a total soccer mom in every sense of the word. Um, I actually started my career as a teacher and after a few years, I made the move to marketing and then eventually to IT. Um, I ended up taking a role at Tech Data in their marketing department. Um, after a few years there, I moved to Veeam. And at the time, Veeam was a very young uh, software company, really blazing the trail in that virtual backup space that was still kind of new to everybody else. Um, and now, as you probably know, we are an industry-leading billion-dollar company. And like you said, I'm, I'm currently over our worldwide pro partner program. And this role is really awesome. I really work closely with our regional channel leadership um, as we develop and execute and manage our partner program. And our goal is to have a program that is both globally consistent and then also regionally relevant. Veeam really offers our partner ecosystem various profitable um, routes to market through our program. But part of my role is also to ensure that the program really makes good business sense for Veeam as well as our partners. And like you said, I also co-lead our Women in Green Employee Resource Group, which focuses on empowering women at Veeam. And recently, I was named to CRN's Power 100, uh, which is a list of the 100 most powerful women in the channel. Wow, that is awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> yes, um, thank you for sharing. Um, just out of my own curiosity, how did you make that transition from starting off as a teacher and then now you're in the IT industry? That, that's a great question. And I think this is a great lesson for, for anybody that wants to move careers. Um, you know, I got my degree in English education and that is kind of a limiting degree. Right. <laughs> and after uh, I taught for a couple of years, about four years, I realized that um, I just, I just couldn't do it. You know, it was really, it was really difficult. I really give a lot of kudos to the teachers out there. And so the first thing I had to do was, was go back to, uh, to school. And so as I was working on my master's degree, I was actually very lucky. I found a job that was kind of my, my foray into the corporate world. And it was uh, managing a team of test developers that created certification and licensure exams. And this is such a strange thing. And people probably don't, don't really think about it, but all of the licensing and certification exams out there that people have to take to become a cosmetologist or a nurse or, you know, any of these, these jobs that require certification, there are companies that um, facilitate the creation of these exams. And so because I had the education background, I was able to get this job. From there, I got a job in a, um, a private marketing um, corporation and um, 
that was a great job. And I learned a lot about building online certification exams. And that was the reason I got that job is because I had that prior experience with, again, the education and, and the certification. And that was my foot in the door there. And then, of course, with Tech Data, my foot in the door was um, was really, you know, the marketing. But I'll tell you that, that having a background in education has really been extremely helpful to me in my career because a huge part of being a leader is being a teacher. And so having that ability to um, to teach others how to succeed um, has, has really been a huge, a huge part of my career and a huge help. Wow. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. I, I honestly think everyone could benefit from working in the education industry. It would not hurt at all. As you said, like with the whole leadership and you can carry those skills honestly anywhere. So, <laughs> all right. So kind of jumping into today's subject, in your experience, why do you think it's so important for the IT industry to encourage women to feel like they can have a seat at the table? So this is a great question. And I think it's really important for every industry to encourage women and really all minority um, or marginalized groups to feel like they have a seat at the table. And this is not not only from a, a moral and, and ethical standpoint, but also from a business standpoint. Diversity in the workplace inspires diversity of thought. And companies cannot be leaders in their industry if they do not encourage and embrace diverse perspectives because our customers and our end users of our products are in fact diverse. And if there is not someone representing a consumer group at the table, we will not reach that group of consumers. And that is leaving money on the table. And you know, in some ways, especially I think in recent years, the seat has has actually always been there. And it's really our responsibility to evangelize that and to teach people not only how to take that seat, but most importantly, um, what to do when they sit in it. I couldn't agree more. I, you know, I think it's so important that everyone is equally represented in an industry that's shaping our future. In what ways can IT professionals, and I guess all professionals, like you were mentioning, work together to try to prioritize this inclusion? Yeah, absolutely. So the beautiful thing is right now, there are a lot of diversity and inclusion programs and initiatives that are already in place. This is really a hot topic right now. And, and this is an awesome thing. Tech Data, Cisco, Poly, VMware, Citrix, NetApp, Ingram Micro, I could go on and on. And these are just a few organizations I can really just name off on the top of my head that have these dedicated ERGs for women. And and obviously partners like yourself, they, they, do, they do too. I mean, this podcast is a great example of, of getting a message out there to others. I think we need to continue to do that. And we need to build you know, upon this great wave that, that we're riding. When vendors join forces, you know, it can make a tremendous impact. Beam, along with many others, sponsors a Women in Technology luncheon that's held every year at Microsoft Inspire. This event gets um, a ton of visibility and their executive sponsor is, is Gabriella Schuster, who is a huge proponent of inclusion and diversity and very high up in, in Microsoft. They, help, they hold this, you know, um, event every year. And I really do applaud, you know, how much focus that, that Microsoft, you know, is really putting on these initiatives. The channel company is another example. They put on several Women of the Channel events throughout the year. And my favorite thing about these events um, are that competing vendors, they come together 
um, really for this common cause. They put aside their competition and they all just focus on empowering women. And at a smaller scale, you know, we as individuals also need to do our part. And these can be really simple things. Um, the next time that you're in a meeting and you notice that someone gets interrupted when they speak, say something. And I know this takes a lot of courage, you know, to say, you know, excuse me, you know, Sarah was making a point, let's let her finish. But the impact that that action will have um, will be this positive ripple effect across everyone in that room. You will lead by example. And if you're a hiring manager, I really encourage you to seek out internal talent that may not be aware or may be skeptical about applying for roles that they really are both qualified for and they would be great at. You know, be an advocate for those underrepresented groups in every meeting, every discussion, every opportunity you have. We have a lot of opportunities, you know, to, to stand up for others as we're you know, chatting with executives or, or even in our smaller, you know, team meetings. I would encourage everybody to be a mentor, really teach people, you know, how to lead, teach them how to have that financial and strategic acumen that really is required for top leadership. And when you see something that you know is not right, speak up. And if your company does offer employee resource groups, you know, volunteer to be a leader, you know, participate in these groups, be an ally, do your part to bring value to those initiatives. You know, like I said, we have a lot of initiatives, but these are only as impactful and as, as valuable as the participation from those who really care make them. So seek out other advocates in your company, join forces, you know, shed light on some of these issues that, that really need to be resolved. Um, I'd very much encourage you to reach out to your channel community and hold, you know, joint events as much as possible. One of the most successful Women in Green events that we held at Veeam was uh, where we invited leaders from Ingram Micro and Tech Data and VMware and several other partners, and they shared their ideas um, and advice on a panel. And this really cemented to all the Veeamers in the room and to really everyone in the room that, you know, diversity and inclusion was not something that just Veeam was doing alone, um, but it really is the responsibility of all of us. Yeah, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, thank you for that. So speaking on advocating for the underrepresented and you mentioning that there really is power in numbers and that ripple effect. And it's so inspiring to see so many different organizations, you know, coming together and starting these initiatives that include more, more diversity and women in the workplace. Can you talk to us about your part in Veeam's Women in Green program and what this program consists of? Yes. So I am thrilled to be a co-leader of this program. Um, I was very privileged to be a part of this program as, as a protege last year and very honored when I was appointed to be a leader um, this past year. So this program consists of um, a couple of things. One is content that specifically focuses on leadership skills, financial acumen, strategic thinking. Our goal is really to teach people how to use the greatness in them to inspire the greatness in others um, to work together to achieve outstanding results. We really are focused on teaching people how to achieve outcomes. We also have a mentoring program and we pair women with a leader within um, the company and they work with them for a whole year and beyond. It's up to them if they want to continue the relationship. They focus on their growth and their skills and their talent 
and their own individual career goals. It's important that not everybody uh, has really the same career goals, so those um, mentoring relationships are very personalized. We also have chapters really throughout the world, and those leaders organize events and activities ranging from bringing speakers in to networking events to TED Talks um, to company team building. And it's most important to, to call out that all these activities and the content that we provide through Women in Green is really open to everyone in the company. Our mentoring program is focused on women, um, but all of the the content is shared with the whole company because we really believe in raising everyone up. Um, and we also want to evangelize, you know, the good that this that this organization is bringing. We do also participate in other vendor and industry events when possible, like the Microsoft event that I mentioned and the Women of the Channel. And Veeam's approach really to inclusion and diversity is, is very holistic. Um, recently, we actually launched a unconscious bias training for the entire company. And we also started a new ERG group called African Heritage and IT. Um, Veeam is a global company. We have, um, have, have always been... Um, a global company and inclusion and diversity is, is a huge part of our culture and, and who we are. And on a personal level, I really try to be as visible as possible um, in the industry. I talk about women in green and women in technology whenever I'm allowed. <laughs> um, this this year has really been great. I've had opportunities to present at some Women of the Channel events, um, at several partner events, as, as folks are really jumping on this, um, and several internal events as well. And I also have um, a blog, a personal blog, and I also share stories on LinkedIn. And next year, you know, one of my biggest goals is really to bring um, more visibility to this Women in Green program. Wow. Yeah, that's I think it's so wonderful to see a company investing in their people and programs that you just mentioned. And it, I just think it's it's really inspiring and hopefully it encourages other organizations to kind of start this a similar initiative. Just curious, what kind of feedback have you received from the community when you attend all of these different conferences and you speak just kind of vary or what does that look like? You know, over, overall, it's incredibly positive. And, and, and one of the things um, that I've noticed more is more, more men asking, you know, what, what can they do and, and how can they help? And I had one particular incident that just like really kind of shook me, you know, in, in a positive way. But this man came up to me and um, was asking me some questions about, you know, the, the initiative and just, you know, why, why or do we need to do this? Because, you know, and I think that that's actually an honest question. You know, some men do ask, you know, I, I don't get it. You know, why do you need to have your special group for women? Right. And I think it's I think it's great that they're asking. I mean, as, as long as they're they're honest and, and they really do care. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I started to explain why we have this group, this guy started crying. Oh, my gosh. And I stopped talking because I thought, holy bananas, you know, what did I just say? (laughs) Oh, gosh, you know. And I asked him, I was like, oh, my gosh, are you okay? You know, what happened? And he started telling me how he was thinking about his daughters and the just impact on what they're going to face and then what women are doing now so that what they face in the future is more positive. And, you know, honestly, of course, naturally, I think about the future, you know, and I I think about how it's really all of our responsibility, not just for ourselves, but we're really doing this for the future. But to see how it impacted him, you know, as a dad of daughters, 
I just will never forget that, that, you know, that kind of a, of a reaction like that. Um, so, so overall, I would say that, you know, every single opportunity that I've had to have conversations, you know, about this, people are overwhelmingly positive because this also sets the stage, you know, for, um, for other groups who might feel like they're underrepresented, um, to have a platform and, and to have a voice. And I think overall, it really, just, I think, inspires people to to come together and everybody can get behind that. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Thank you for sharing that story. You got me tearing up over here. <laughs> um, <laughs> since the inception of this program, what kind of growth have you seen over the years and what kind of goals do you have for the future with this? So we have had a great track record um, of women being promoted or moving to higher level roles, both um, within and outside of Veeam um, after being a part of this program. And while retention is, of course, a huge goal of ours, we're very cognizant that, you know, sometimes upward mobility means moving to another company. Um, we have several female senior director and above roles of Beam, um, including our VP of Systems um, Engineering and Professional uh, uh, Services, Nikki Jennings, who actually just got uh, promoted, and she's over all of the Americas. Um, our executive sponsorship of this program really has been tremendous. We, we have an executive sponsor in each of our three main regions at Veeam, and it is the SVP of each of those regions um, who is our executive sponsor. So that's really fantastic that this program really has a lot of muscle behind it. Um, our goal um, is really to see, honestly, we want to see more women in high-level roles um, at Veeam. There needs to be more women represented on main stage at Veeam events. Um, we want to see more women in the C-suite, more female managers um, and team leads, and more women in departments like engineering where they are historically underrepresented. Um, we also have a goal of involving more men into our group, you know, kind of like I was, I was mentioning earlier. And, and to some, this might seem counterintuitive, but the fact is, you know, men still dominate when it comes to leadership roles, but we need them to be our allies and our advocates. And the truth is so many of them want to be. And when they're in the boardroom, you know, we need them to be the one that points out that empty seat, you know, there at the table and that tells us, hey, this is waiting for you. And then it, and then they help us, you know, to pull us into that seat. Yeah, definitely. You know, it, it really is just kind of educating them and kind of raising the awareness that, you know, we, we have what it takes, you know, we just need a chance to show, showcase that, especially with how you mentioned, including more women and becoming engineers and kind of moving to those roles. Absolutely. Um, so with this inspiring initiative that Veeam has um, started, what advice do you have for other companies who are interested in starting a similar initiative? Um, a great question. So I, I would say first and foremost, try to work with a third party um, who can act as a consultant and, and is really a, a professional in, in this type of a thing. You know, having that um, uh, professional, you know, with, with the kind of experience really helps you set the stage and the foundation and can really get you started um, on how to build these type of employee resource groups. Um, you know, these groups are really designed to, you know, magnify um, and give a voice, you know, to some of these underrepresented 
representative um, folks. And sometimes it's hard if you work in a company and you aren't a part of those groups. And sometimes you can feel um, you can be biased. And so the third party comes in with this objective overview and, and it also lets them kind of build the program and then you just execute it for, for your company rather. um, And this is kind of where that unconscious bias training comes in because sometimes a company could have all the best intentions. They start their own group. They don't utilize a third party to consult. And then the group may inadvertently be, um, perpetuating some issues that, you know, we really need to be resolving. So definitely take advantage of, of having a third party, which which does um, require um, an investment. And of course, you know, you need to really have your HR department involved because quite frankly, you know, inclusion and diversity really needs to be a company-wide initiative. This is not just something that, you know, is only for a, a small group to, to shoulder the burden. I mean, the entire company needs to be behind the, this type of a thing. And you yeah. definitely need to have... Um, executive support, you're never going to get anywhere if you don't have the top of the chain telling people this is something that is part of our culture. This is who we are and, and we support this. I would totally encourage having, you know, leaders throughout the company. We've had great success, you know, and just and from a smaller scale, if somebody who's listening to this uh, is just overwhelmed by this and, and they think, you know, I, I am not in a position to have that great of an impact. I am just this, this one person, you know, what can I do? You can totally do something. You can start by, by organizing maybe a lunch, a lunch outing with your network or with your, um, uh, your office and then use that time to brainstorm ideas, um, educate yourself and each other on leadership skills, just encourage each other, listen to each other. And then finally, I would just say, you know, whatever you do, you know, be kind, show empathy to others, help each other, and just really focus on raising each other up. Yes, 100%. You know, I I truly think everyone can benefit from starting similar initiatives like this. And I I truly hope that more companies do this sort of thing. You know, it's so important to have that support system to start this kind of thing. And it really seems like Veeam has that going for them. So (laughs) that's very awesome to see. You know, thank you so much for having this conversation with us. You know, I, I think that more conversations like this need to take place in order for their to be similar initiatives and to get the ball rolling here. So kind of ending on a a lighter note, um, throwing a a, kind of a funny question at you to break the ice a little bit here. Um, So if you- I'm nervous. Oh no, (laughs) don't be. So if you were a talk show host, who would be your first guest and why? Hmm. Wow, that is very interesting. (laughs) Um, Let's see, gosh, I, I- you know, honestly, I think I would just have maybe I think I just have some some of my some of my friends, honestly, some of my regular regular common folk, you know, like not no no celebrities, no you know, somebody really really famous. I think I'd have some of my 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 friends who mm-hmm. work their butt off and who uh, you know, are prominent in their own field and who have crazy lives trying to juggle um, their kids and sports and their jobs and their own ambitions and just talk to them about their, their crazy lives and how they manage and, and how, you know, we also focus on our own passion and how we also, you know, have our Sunday fun days to get us through the rest <laughs> of the week and just how we 
thrive in our in our lives and and how we could inspire others to just lead that kind of crazy busy life and focus on your family and have a great career and just, you know, make it all worthwhile. I, I think so many people are, are, are doing that. And I, I would just, you know, I think it would be hilarious just to, just to talk about regular old stuff. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. That is, that is much more heartwarming, heartwarming than I, I was going to say like Will Ferrell or Paul Rudd. <laughs> 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 I'm sure he's lovely. If he's yeah, listening, right. yeah, they're super funny. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh well, thank you that for that, um, and also thank you so much for talking with us today about such an important topic. For more compelling content from Erica, you can follow her on Twitter at Fifty Shades of Cloud, and you can also check out her blogs at BadassMarketingChick.com, which I love both of those names. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. This has been awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Right Way Tech Radio. Be sure to visit www.rightsys.com. That's R-I-G-H-T-S-Y-S.com for more information on how we can help you and your business.